Hey, Ben Lawrence. Paul Goody, are you recording? It is a wonderful day in the neighborhood, Ben. Right I am on. recording the podcast with you, even as we speak. Hey, good to see you. How you doing? Good, good, good. Sometimes all it takes is a system restart and everything <laughs> works just fine. I mean, if you never restart that computer, yeah, it's uh, it's an important part of the life cycle of electronics. Yeah, yeah. I was I was talking uh, before we started recording about maybe buying one of these cheaper MacBook Pros that I see advertised on boingboing.net. And yet... Uh, this is free. <laughs> so something you, you know, already have. Something I already have. And that's kind of what I what I'm thinking about. Uh, again, my uh, my kid took one of those things that that we sometimes have talked about on the show before, which is if the if everyone lived like you quiz and how many earths we would need. Yes. If everyone lived like you, we would need, you know, however many Earths. And uh, I, I think I've mentioned on this podcast again, whenever I whenever I look at that, I'm like, oh, man, that's that's bad. I think about royal weddings. And I'd be like, if everyone had a royal <laughs> wedding, how many Earths would we need then? So, I, you know, when, the, when that website came out, um, somebody put in, like, if pretended they were, like, the Dalai Lama or something, and they would still need, like, three Earths. Yeah. Ben, that person was me. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but that was I, a discussion that we had. I don't I, remember I, it being you. I just remember that. I, I put I put that, and it wasn't even me being the Dalai Lama. It was me living without electricity with seven other people in my household. And there was a whole bunch of, uh, like, you know, I picked the lowest of everything. Yeah. What it's basically, I mean, I'm sure it's been uh, retooled since then. But at the time, what it was saying was that we there there is not there yeah. are not enough Earths for as there, many people as we have right there's, now. The only way to win is to not play. Exactly. Um, this the people are going to hear this even if you don't. Uh, Jennifer is making something upstairs that involves beating dough with a rolling pin, I and Edward is barking along with it. So if you take that and loop it, Ben, uh, something could happen. I can hear. Uh, I can also hear your chair squeaking, which is a fun new addition to the podcast. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Fun, Either fun, that, or yeah. you are sitting on a mouse. Oh uh, no, no, it, it is. Oh, there it goes again. Um, yeah. So I, I will say this. Uh, we, and I've not been a, a stranger about my uh, mental health. Uh, fun. I have I have decided that I'm going to instead I, because I've been going to therapists and stuff recently. Yeah. And you know I, I saw a doctor and the last doctor I saw um, who said that I was uh, you know most likely uh, she used the A word not autism but the one that's named after the um, the Nazi the guy yeah. Um, and she said, though, that she doesn't really like giving diagnoses. And I thought, you know, I I think I am going to go in uh, to these people recommended to me by uh, Washington University uh, in St. Louis. 
Wash U, which is confusing because you live in Washington, and there's yeah. University of Washington, UW. But this one of is my, Wash U in St. Louis. One of my close friends went to Wash U in St. Louis, and he was a DJ, Clayton, 90.3 FM. I might have. When, when was that? Do you remember? Nine, we started college uh, fall of 94, so he would have been there from September of 94 through, I think he was there only two years. So 94 okay. through, like, spring of 96. There was there was a thing that that um, a DJ did. It probably wasn't him. If it was him, that would be really, really weird. Uh, who, when he took requests, he would say, wash you want, which I thought was fun. <laughs> I'll ask Andy um, if he if he said that. Yeah, or if he knows anyone. Uh, so so, but the thing is, the the big thing is that uh, Washington University uh, was where my kid was diagnosed, and I had a confusing conversation with someone on the phone about how they give evaluations but they don't give the test, and I didn't know what that meant. I was like, they just okay, look I don't at know you the... and decide. Well, well, the thing is that the evaluation is what I want, right? The evaluation is where the doctor looks at you and asks you questions and things, and then says, "I think that this might uh, be a valid diagnosis." Um, and then if there is a test that needs to be taken, and then then I can do that. But the main thing is that um, they're in St. Louis, and they they said that they. Um, they can't do tele appointments because of insurance wise. I live in Illinois, so I'd have to come in for the appointment. Yeah. But Jennifer can drive me to the appointment. And therefore, uh, if, if I go to the appointment there, I think then it would be a network. It's really confusing. Why so, would Jennifer have to? Why can't you drive yourself? I don't like driving in St. Louis. I don't like driving in cities in general. I if I know if, if there's a specific place that I've been to before and I know where I'm going, I can handle it. But I don't take the highways. I take the the long way around, so it can take you know a much longer time to get places. Yeah, because of that. Um, you might remember Ben. I'm not that much of a driver. Uh, it's better out here, you know. But when I can, when I can handle it. I don't like it. I actually had dinner last week at a restaurant on Beacon Avenue. And as I was going up there, I was go heading up there from Annex. And I'm like, this is the exact same route I took when I drove Paul home after Spin the Bottle hey! for so many years. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Beacon Avenue. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Beacon Avenue South. But um, is that where... The Red Apple is? Yes, in or fact. Is that the, a okay. Yeah, it's yeah. just down the street from the Red Apple. And the library. I was at the Beacon Hill Library recently, too. Oh, yeah. I was at a barber shop uh, that, that was there. One of the best haircuts I ever had. In the Red Apple? Uh, no, no, near the Red Apple. Sorry. On that street. On <laughs> In that the street. deli section of the Red <laughs> Apple. I, it, was, it was great. <laughs> I didn't it even ask for it. Some guy just gave it to me. Just came up and like, hey, son, you want a haircut? I'm like, sure. Yeah. Um, money might have exchanged hands. Uh, you know. What hair he did with the hair, I didn't ask. hands. 
Yeah. Parents I, I changed think heads. Flag, flag that. That's the best part of this podcast so far. That one little interaction. The haircut guy and that. I'm sure there are other other things that are just as good, but. Um, uh, like I said, Ben, we, we often mention this, that this is for people of the future, um, and I think people in the future are going to be very happy with the fact that we don't do a lot of production on this. None it's whatsoever. Like raw audio that they can then take, hey guys, hey people in the future, <laughs> edit this down to a wonderful 15-minute podcast. It's possible, I think. But you hey, gotta include Edward. Edward, hey buddy, he's coming to Canada with us. Um, apparently, as long as you have um, rabies uh, yeah. information papers, then you can take him. Yep. So uh, uh, we don't need to talk yeah. about what or where in Canada, but what are you doing in Canada? Are you camping? Are uh, you seeing family? Oh, no, no, are we're, you? We're we're um, we're visiting uh, just. It's it's a city uh, that we're going to, Ben. We're going to a city a in Canadian Canada. Canadian city. Uh, sort of a cosmopolitan kind of, you know... Um, oh, you said too much. Checking out the international district they have there. Um, oh, uh, that's something fun. Around here, whenever you say international district, they're like, what is that? Are you talking about the French I, international districts? No, no, no. <laughs> For it's, Canada? It is... Uh, it is, of course, what other people in less uh, enlightened times refer to as Chinatown. Well, and here's the thing. I've spoken to many uh, friends here in Seattle, and in Seattle, white people are the only ones who call that area the International District. Yeah. And it's and it's and this is one of those things, is that... Um, it's it's sort of like the, the Latinx thing and all that. Um, people of color, all those things, right? Yeah. Uh, lots of times it's white people who do it, uh, and, and it annoys the demographic that they're supposedly, you know, being nice to or whatever. Right. But I think people being an annoyed at white people is, uh, par for the course. And, <laughs> and it's... It's sort of it expected, really is, actually. It really is a thing for other white people, uh, more than anything, uh, I think I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go so far as to say it's performative, but it is it is sort of this. Um, it's distancing yourself from friends and relatives that you might have grown up with, who would say the same words but with a a um, a. a a snarl a, in their voice. A snarl to it, right? Exactly. This black guy walked in, as opposed yeah. to this black guy walked in. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, uh, I don't know about you, but I I figured out that there was code, and I don't even think the people that were doing it were aware of it. But when I was growing up, there was code that if you used the term gentleman, you were talking about a black person. And this, uh, I have a gentleman oh, this, here who this, wants to see. Yeah, this gentleman came in like, the store, and because if it was a white person, and this is when I was working at Sears, uh, yeah. the the. Did you know that I used to work for Sears? I know that you know about my feud with them over my rice cooker. 
Uh, <laughs> and who came out on top with that? I don't I remember any employment opportunities you had had with the company. They kept my money, but I still exist. Um, I think Sears might <laughs> exist on a probationary not as, period. Yeah, not as big as they were at one point. If All you're, the Sears if you're I know Sears, closed. If you're Sears and listening, uh, remember your history. Remember your legend about how he would do anything to make things right. Sears... And you'll know that what I'm talking about when I talk about that rice cooker is bad business. Okay. Over anyway, so it, over you, you it. worked at Sears so, and this so gentleman came Sears in. And, and no, I, w- I worked at Sears. And whenever somebody would say, um, I have a gentleman who needs to make a return, it would be a black guy. And whenever yeah. it was just a not black guy, they would say, I have someone here who needs to make a return. The a gentleman... And I, I honestly think, if I had to guess, that they were unconscious that they were doing it. Yeah. And that they were overcorrecting. Yeah. Like, like they were going to say black guy, and they're like, can't say black guy, gentleman. I, I, was I don't on know a va- that for sure, though. I was on a vacation with my dad and my grandfather once. We were on a road trip, and... Uh, grandpa uh, graduated from Stanford, and so on this road trip, we stopped by Stanford campus just to, you know, relive some memories. And uh, Grandpa needed to find out, like, he wanted to, he didn't know where something was. We were going someplace, and so he stopped yeah. a guy, um, a black guy, walking towards us and asked this guy where the uh this thing was and the black guy told him they talked a little bit because you know grandpa's like oh i graduated from here like 1946 um and then you know we said our goodbyes and the guy walked walked on and dad and grandpa and i continued on and grandpa turned to my dad and he said well that that guy was pretty well spoken and i didn't realize at the time i didn't realize at the time how how unintentionally i'm sure it was on grandpa's part racist it was yeah, it really, it really is kind of this weird thing of like, you know, and and he thought that he was doing a, a nice thing, and it turned out not as good. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, there there is there is the definite definite grandpa racism and grandma racism. Of, like you're you're sitting at a table, uh, at a restaurant, and a family comes in, and grandma says, "Well, someone thinks they're white or something like that," and then you can just go, "Okay, this is horrible <laughs> and bad, and I am an eight year old, and I should know that the you know that kind of thing." Yeah. Um, but there was a there was a guy on TikTok that I was watching. And he said something that was really, it really got to me, which was, you know, if your, if your grandparents are still alive, ask them how many lynchings they saw. Yeah. And I was, and, and when, when I heard that, my immediate reaction was, well, of course, none. What is he talking about? And then he, you know, he of course went on and said, because think of the time period. People were there. Your grandparents were probably 
either adjacent or whatever. And it's just this thing that we don't think about or talk about. You know, yeah, you I would, mean, if they weren't, they may not have necessarily been part of the lynching party or cheering it on, but it was certainly something that might have been around at the time, depending on what right, region exactly. of the country they lived in. Like, as an example, um, when I was in uh, <clears throat> Columbia, Missouri, some kid uh, climbed up to a light pole and got electrocuted uh, as part of a, um, a hazing thing at a fraternity. And then yeah. later on in Seattle, uh, you you and I both know there was a there was a guy who climbed to the light tower light pole and got electrocuted. Um, a very rare occasion, but we know at least two times that it happened, and we weren't necessarily there, but we heard about it, right? Um, in the same way, some of the most horrible things that have happened that our relatives lived through, they if they weren't there, they at least knew about it, and they le at least heard about it, but something that, that we don't talk about, and it's weird. I mean, it's not, you know why you don't talk about it. You feel bad about it, and it's a horrible thing and all that. But it's, it is something that, you know, um, school boards and lawmakers and things want to not talk about. Get it out of the libraries, get it out of the, the textbooks and all that. And so it is kind of weird, like... Like the whole the whole thing that happened in East St. Louis, the kind of the similar thing to the Black Wall Street massacre that happened in Tulsa. There was a thing that happened, you know, very close here from East St. Louis, but you don't hear about that. You hear about oh, don't go to East St. Louis because there's crime. You know, this is when I was a little kid. Uh, but they don't talk about the other stuff that also happened there. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's a it's a weird weird kind of blind spot, intentional I... blind spot. Yeah, which people are trying to uh, enlarge that blind spot more and more these days. I first yeah. heard about, um, or I first, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I first heard about how dangerous white people think East St. Louis is from the movie National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. I didn't even, which, I didn't even watch that film. I don't. I don't know about it, but I know that there's a there's a thing in there's there. A, there's a that section of the it. yeah, totally. Um, yeah, and it's you know it's just one of those things where it's like oh, because... speaking about blind spots, yeah, that's that's a movie that so many people have seen that I haven't. Um, we had it on VHS. So I think we recorded it off of HBO when I was a kid, so I've seen it a few times. Yeah. Well, also it's got like. Beverly D'Angelo has a couple nude scenes in it, and so like a a young me would like rewind who's, and fast who's forward. Beverly D'Angelo, which is she, she played the wife? She, yeah, she's the wife okay. of Chevy Chase. In the film. In the film, yes. She plays yeah. the mom. So um we've been watching so there's it's it's really interesting. Jennifer and I like a lot of the same things, right? We both like science fiction, we both like video games, stuff like that. But when it comes to watching TV, the intersection of what we like to watch is very uh, <clears throat> slim. Oh, yeah. Because I, I will like to you know sit down 
and watch an entire drama series from beginning to end. She likes to watch, you know, a an episode, absorb it, think about it, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so what she tends to watch more are like, you know, documentary type things, reality show type things and all that. So um, one of the things we watch is Love on the Spectrum, which is about autistic people uh, trying to date. And whenever I watch it, I always think the fact that that we're married uh, is kind of crazy because of all the uh, the the self destructive in dating things that I did. And she made the statement, <laughs> uh, "Yeah, I didn't let you uh, do that," you know, which is true. You know, yeah. so it it's it's really nice. Um, but it, it's a it's a weird show. Um, she she made the the point, and it's it's totally true that it's harder to do a reality show, you know, that's like fake with those folks, uh, because the the lack of guile, you know, and things like that, like that's just the, what they wanted the to believe. The stuff that you would have to cut out, but there is stuff like, like I'm like, okay, you see how how it's weird whenever they whenever they say, okay, I'll talk to you later, uh, and then they walk off or whatever, uh, and it and it seems it seems weird. One of them stays there and the other one walks off. It's because they're they're mic'd up, and they're leaving. They're saying goodbye, but people are going to have to take microphones off of them. They're going to be coming back to the same place. Because the mic person isn't going to, you know, chase after one of them. Although, do you remember? They might. <laughs> I, had to, I had to chase after Crispin Glover uh, when I was working for Groupie. Was he wearing he your mic? Because he left our interview wearing the mic pack. <laughs> and I had to go all the way down from, uh, which isn't that far, but um, uh, Seattle Central Community College, whatever the, uh, the auditorium is there. Or the theater. Broadway, Broadway Performance Hall. Broadway, I had to go from Broadway Performance Hall to the Northwest Film Forum. Uh, Just a couple to blocks. To chase him down to get the mic pack. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. But when you're not used to running... Uh, and you don't, know how, more you don't know how Crispin Glover is going to react when you come yeah, running up behind running him. After him after. <laughs> yeah, the other thing is I think he was in a car and I was on foot. That was the other uh, part of it. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool. I still, you know, if I had it to do over again, I might have been a little bit different. But it was fun. Your time at Groupie. Uh yeah, well, just my my how I how I talked to the people that I talked to and all that. Right. Uh, it might have been a little bit different. I still don't. I still can't believe that. Um. The the. Uh, I mean, having Boaz there was really helpful, right? But uh, basically the, the person who gave us the assignment to interview people was just like, okay, go interview people. <laughs> Didn't tell us how to do it or anything like that. Did um, they at least set it up for you? Like, well, we got Crispin Glover coming equipment. into Seattle. No, no, no. I sourced Crispin Glover. Really? 
Yeah, he had a phone number on his website, so I called it. I left a message, and he said that he would talk to me. And then he wasn't going to do the interview because he didn't have a tie. And then eventually I got one for him. Or no, somebody else <laughs> got one for him. Anyway, it was nice. Um, but I was dressed crazily. You know, I think I might have just... I If I had it to do over again, I would not do it with Groupie. I would do it with my own... You know, I'd just do a YouTube channel or whatever. They didn't really exist as much back then. Yeah. Like tiktok and youtube and all that but i just make my own channel and interview people about their books because what i would do is i would read uh mostly for the book people i would read their whole book and then i talk to them about it and everyone was surprised that i had read their entire book before the interview no so, reason you can't start that today yeah except that i like the work that i'm doing now which i won't talk about um if I, if I ever became unemployed, that might be something I would try. Well, I mean, um, you're assuming that this is going to interfere with your job and or making money. It, it would uh, interfere with my job. Too many things to think about. I like to, I like to pair... You, you don't know, Ben, but I've paired... Like, okay, I will say this. If I was in Seattle and, and you were there, I would still do Goody Lawrence, right? But... You know, the the amount of stuff that I do, I got a text message, Ben. This isn't from you, is it? Nope. Um, the amount of stuff that I do has to be limited. Oh, okay. Um, I, I have, uh, I've updated my AT&T plan, Ben. Congratulations. I now have unlimited data for real. As opposed to unlimited data that gets capped after right. a certain amount. Um, Once they the, realize that you are actually using unlimited data. Right. The the amount that... the I mean, okay, so us as a family, right? We were using about six gigabytes uh, billing period. We were going over um, the seven gigabyte limit. Right? We were using six and then, and then we'd eventually go over. Um, the next step up was 50 gigabytes. So there was no real way that we would have gone over. Right. Yeah. But then the tier above that was, uh, no gigabyte limit for an extra $5. So I was like, okay, we'll, we'll do that. Um, and the, the big reason though, the big reason why I updated was because, um, this plan that I'm on allows unlimited uh stuff in canada like you like you can use your phone in canada which well you'd probably be able to use your phone important. regardless of who you had you would just have to pay more uh drunk yeah. is with us and says uh hey, switch drunk. to verizon thank me later oh sorry drunk i i have uh my my cable bundled with my phone and so i can't i can't split those up i actually Jeff forgot I, too much of a deal i'm with at&t as well but that's just because i have a family member who works there and so i get a good deal on my phone and my plan yeah. so uh who knows, he also once, if if we move also, we'll, we'll we might switch he also says, how come every time I come here, Paul has a different ratio of hair to face? Yeah, it's true. 
It's true. It's very... Uh, but I, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I, I'm going to take off my headphones for a second. So, I'm balding he here. And so Hold the headphones out... to your mouth. Hold the headphones to your oh, mouth. Oh, sorry. So, I'm balding here. Right right here. There's a little, like, horseshoe of, of balding that's happening. It's not complete, but it's almost total. And so, I, I thought of it as my my head telling me well this is the sort of haircut you should have just have a little tuft here and then this part and it's a, a haircut that i can maintain myself uh which is nice i don't like going to a barber um and then w once you do that once you once you cut that short then you can't have the beard grow out either that much so you got to keep that short as well i'm going to continue doing this i have a plan I'm going to continue doing this until all of my facial hair is white and then I will grow out a big white beard uh, and then it won't really matter what my hair will look like because I'll just be old wizard. Basically, is the plan. But I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a it's also a texture thing. I like, I like not having uh, a lot of facial hair. Because I can then eat ice cream and stuff, and it's not a big deal. I don't like having facial hair at all. In fact, I'll probably shave on Saturday because I have a I have a job on Saturday that I should look presentable for. But oh, uh, really? Well, I mean, it's 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 a gig. It's not a job. It's a gig. So yeah, yeah. I I, I took you I took your meeting, but still yeah. one that you have to look presentable for. That's uh. Well, I don't exciting. have to. I mean, is it an event? Or is it no. a? It's it's a it's a filming gig, so I'm just going to so be running around be, you with a camera. Nice people. People don't aren't like, hey, who let that guy in here? They right. they feel yeah. they're like, ah, look, here's a pleasant I, fellow. I rarely get the hey, who who let that guy in here? Just because I'm a I'm yeah. a normal I'm a, I'm an average looking white person. I blend into any crowd yeah, here in that's Seattle. A, it's, it has been a problem for me in the past uh, because I was more Yeti-ish. Um, <laughs> now I'm a little bit more like Carnival, which is still, you know, you get looks, but it's it's not as uh, as bad, I guess. Although, man, Ben, I got to say, I, uh, I weigh uh, like 200... And ten pounds now, two twenty with clothes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a big guy now, uh, which is not something I'm used to. I uh, I've done. Yeah. I've started doing this thing where I uh, I'm actually uh, minding my caloric intake, uh -huh. and. Um, Really? So I, You've yeah. never had to do that in the past. No, and it, it, it's it, it's a certain it's a certain type of caloric intake that I'm watching out for. But it's uh, like on Sundays. You're, you're, there's you're, you've stopped drinking chlorine, is what is happening. I've stopped drinking chlorine because it just goes straight to your hips. It's just um, like oh, if you've got a pool, don't let Lawrence around. It's going to be. <laughs> I, I can't do that. It's no. don't let Ben around. It, whenever I'm, I'm speaking to you familiarly, it's like like for me, it's it's Goody, 
Oh, don't let Goody around, but it's not don't let Lawrence around. It's still yeah. don't let Ben around. It's weird. No, I, but I am I, I'm try, trying to watch some things, and I have dropped, like, I've, instead of hovering between, like, 153 to 157, I'm now between 150 and, like, 154. So oh, okay. It seems to be working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all right. I mean, especially do you feel better? That's the main thing. I feel no different, honestly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the big thing for me, like I said, is I, I sleep now on a on a pillow that that's on an incline like this. It's like a wedge, and that that helps me out a lot. But for a while, I was not getting a good sleep at all. I yeah. was just waking up and having problems. Drunk says uh, we need a quarter of the food we actually uh, eat to survive. I try. I believe that. American portions are absurd. Yeah, I mean, and there's that also, there's that thing. Uh, and this is kind of what Drunk's talking about, right? You're at a restaurant. You're done. You don't need to eat anymore. But you yeah. feel bad looking at all that food that you just wasted. So that's why, the, you know, people make fun of the French portions and all that. But they're really... When I was over there... Um, they're really not that bad. They're pretty... I, and I'm, like, you know, I, I cook for myself all the time, and it's hard to actually, for me at least, just because I'm so set in my ways, it's hard to actually make reasonable portion, proportions for just me because everything, all the ingredients come in, like, you know, for two. And um, yeah, I'm... I, I'm just so ingrained uh, in my head that I have to clean my plate, like finish everything yep. that's on my plate. When in fact, I don't have to do that. If, I'll tell you, this is true. If if I wasn't, and I often say this, but it it is, you know, it, and this isn't a good, this isn't, this isn't me wishing that this is what would happen. I want to make that clear. I'm just saying, knowing myself, if Betty and Jennifer... Or eight, I'll, I'll go one further. If Jennifer wasn't here making me actual food food for dinner and <laughs> yeah. stuff, I would 100% be on one of those subscription services where they just send you a square of food substance, and then you just eat that, and that's your food for the day. <laughs> or, like uh, I'm sorry, block. you have three squares. Yeah. Three squares a day. Um, have you seen the, that, by the way? I have not heard of this. It sounds kind of sci-fi. Yeah, let me see if it's um, let me see if it's. And I'm, I'm I assuming they the are rules. cubes and not squares. Oh um, no, they're flat. Well, well okay, they're <laughs> they're uh, what? They're what? The, what's the de What's the de definition of um? They're polygons. Um, they're they're they're. Square and then extruded a little bit. So, like, I don't know what that is. Square food subscription. I um, pro I think I enjoy eating too much, but I do have. So I don't know if I would appre I don't know if I would do one of those uh, three square meals a day when we're talking about actual like polygons. Of like compressed nutrients and minerals and proteins yeah. and carbs and all that fun stuff. Um, 
I do I do like eating, but I am I'm up I, I I'm annoyed that uh, I have to pay so much for good food, whereas you can get like a burger and fries for two dollars. Okay, a burger and fries for two dollars. Yeah, I, I mean this is the thing, right? In my mind, and I know this is false. I know that this is false, but in my mind, the most honest nutritious meal one can eat is a sack lunch that you had from from school <laughs> a sandwich a cookie a piece of fruit and a drink box or whatever yeah and and that's you know a plowsman lunch it's called square eat ben s-q-u-a-r-e-a-t and oh my gosh there are so many different meals. Plant barbecue vegan farmer meals, Ben. Vegan Why? burger, broccoli, spinach, and sweet potato. Or so mixed beans, vegan cheese, and asparagus. They're just so they're they're just little like it's it's like you're eating like a like a cookie. But it's supposed to be your meal. Yep, exactly. It's compressed food, Ben. Not a fan. It's it's like someone looked at Soylent and went, "That's way too much." Uh, <laughs> it ain't legal to make Soylent the classic way yet. I want to chew on something. But oh boy, it, I've discovered it, an I've discovered a new way to to um, cook steak at home that makes it a lot better to taste. Really, tell I me. Have. Well, I used to I used to just. Um, uh, put it in a, you know, put it in a pan and, and I used to just like bake it. But now I, I read something where, um, I read a pretty easy to follow me uh, method where I have, where I sear all the edges first and then let it, let it fry a little bit just to make sure that the internal temperature comes up to like, you know, a safe amount. And it, it yeah, it tastes so much better. Yeah. I've heard about this. Um, the basic idea is that the old the old adage that if you sear it from from the top it locks in the juices turns out not to be the way and so yeah the cooking it on the edge I heard I heard about that too that cooking it on the edges is actually a better way to uh yeah to do and it and just other ways to just flavor it than like this steak seasoning salt that I have so I but I'll I, I, and I would do that tonight if uh, if I didn't have to work late because I'm working on a project and I promised I would have it for the client by first thing tomorrow. So. Oh, hey. Well, what are you going to have instead then, Ben? Well, probably chicken teriyaki from the joint down the street. Uh, I'll tell you something. In the in Chicago's whatever it is, there's a building in Chicago. It's by the lake. I don't know what it's called. It's like. It's like Seattle Center if it were Chicago, if that makes sense. Like okay. a, a, a sort of commercial, sort of um, like showcase kind like of... arts district. Yeah. Um, it's like called the Pavilion or something like that. Anyway, the, the reason that I bring it up is that uh, in their food court, 
there is a place that sells fried chicken. And normally, fried chicken breasts are not as good as these are. And the, the thing that they say anyway is that they soak them in buttermilk. And that's what makes them so good. But there was a time uh, when you knew me uh, when I would never eat chicken. You know, uh, perish the thought. It's, a, it's an animal that's running around. Why would I eat it? You know, I should eat plants only. And that was the thing, is that it was a mental... People would say, oh, is it because you care about animals? And it wasn't really that I cared about it. So <laughs> I, I thought that eating them was gross. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, it is, unless you, like, prepare them and cook them properly. Well, this is this is the the, the, the thing I was jumping to. You've, you're you ahead of me once again, Mr. Lawrence. Um, <laughs> I've spoiled the, the idea, joke. No, no, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's just a thought. The idea that eating bugs is disgusting, right? Is that when we think about eating bugs, it's the same way. We're thinking about eating them unprepared. It is possible that one could prepare bugs in a way that they would actually not taste gross. There's a real popular snack at T-Mobile Park. Uh, speaking of which, it is a uh, Major League Baseball's opening day today as we uh, record this. I will be tuning in, but... Uh, where, where is T-Mobile Park? What did it used to be called? It used to be called Safeco Field. It's in Soto here in Seattle. Oh, so where the Seattle Mariners play. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um, that's, they, that's crazy. They, what was, what was they, Safeco Field before Hang Safeco on Field? a sec. Hang on a sec. Ah, they sell... Um, crickets. So you can buy like fried and seasoned crickets as a snack and they are super popular and they sell out. That is what I was saying. Now what were you going to say? Well, now I have questions about the... Are they in packages? Like... like um, I believe they prepare them there so bags? they come in they... like a little paper boat. I haven't actually had them. Oh... See, this is good. But this is people good love because, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's from a local I restaurant. Heard... I can't... I, I don't think it's Din Tai Fung, but it's from a local restaurant that has a shop at the park. Do you know what what nationality uh, the, the, the food comes from? Like, what... Like, these crickets are African food, or these crickets are... Chinese food or Thai or you know. I think it's I think it's of Asian the recipe is of Asian origin I do not know specifically which one well that's crazy and good I I'm I'm happy about that no the only thing I was saying is that um I believe when I got the the idea that Fa Safeco Field is called T-Mobile Park is crazy to me but I then remembered that it had changed its name to Safeco Field pretty early in when i moved it was called something before that do you remember what it was it was it's always been safeco field oh, okay. um it so safeco bought uh the naming rights for the for the new ballpark so on day one when it opened it was safeco field i think 20 years ran is. out two years ago and and so safeco didn't want to re-up so t-mobile jumped in and purchased the naming rights S so, so Safeco Field was always Safeco Field. Where did they play baseball before Safeco Field was built? Why the Kingdom, Paul Goody. Okay. 
there we go because that that's what that's where my confusion was I was like, wasn't it called the Kingdom before? And that didn't make any sense. It's because uh, Kingdom famously uh, streamed on the internet, quote unquote, and we'll get to that in a second, uh, blown up. Yeah. Uh, right around when I got there. And streaming on the internet at that time uh, wasn't filmed. It was static images from the explosion were uploaded onto a website as it was happening. Yep. Exactly. I, um, yeah, that was yeah. that day was like it was like twenty so that was in two thousand I think. So it was twenty three years ago, like last week, when they imploded the kingdom. Yeah. Famously I got, I got not corporately at- sponsored because nobody wanted to put their name on that <laughs> huh. lovely piece of uh, 70s era urban architecture. I got yelled at at Safeco Field um, because I was running a lift. I was I was pulling wires through um, certain areas, uh, low voltage wires, and they were having a a video uh, record in a newsroom next to where, or not a newsroom, a media room next to where I was doing stuff. And I got to do that, that construction thing of, um, Hey, Hey, we're recording in here. Could you not? Uh, well, I don't know what to tell you. I've been told that I got to go this through. You'll have to talk to my foreman and tell him that I, it was, it was, uh, the most blue collar I've ever been. I, uh, I have been on the other side of that so many times where I'm filming something and I have to be like, you know, we're about to record. Can you keep it down out here, please? Uh, no. no but I kind of wish was I was on that shoot and had to interact with you. Oh, that would have been <laughs> funny. Uh, there. So the other thing was that there was um, a time where I was pulling things through. And I had the video of this, but of course... You know, I've gotten rid of all my social media accounts and I've changed phones since then, so that video uh, probably isn't anywhere now. Um, but I was pulling cable and then I heard this crazy noise. I couldn't figure out what it was at first. And then I realized that it was people doing a, a ceremony. Uh, a, like a, a dedication ceremony. Uh, one, of the, one of the tribes. I think the Duwamish, but it might have been someone else. Was this is this still uh, at Safeco or is this on another job site? At Safeco, they were doing it at Safeco, and I was in the um, I was in the one of the uh, the rooms where all the cables go to, and I could hear them through the pipes. Oh. Uh, it was really it was really cool. Uh, and 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 kind of magical, one of the more surreal uh, things that happened to me in my life. Well, uh, we are on the Duwamish land here, although technically Safeco Field, now T-Mobile Park, is not on traditional Duwamish land, but it is on what was traditional Duwamish water. <laughs> because Oh, interesting. That uh, All that area down there is landfill, or landfill's a different thing, but all is fill from when really? they... Oh yeah, yeah. All of like Soto, uh, a lot of Soto and a lot of downtown is uh, made up of fill that came about when they leveled Denny Hill. Wow! They just washed That's... all that dirt into into Elliott Bay there and made new land. Is, 
Is that why that area is also known as the liquefaction zone? Oh, yeah. yeah that yeah, yeah. in an earthquake, it's just going to sink? It's going to turn to mud. Wow, crazy. Crazy. This little bit of um, downtown Seattle history brought to you by <laughs> the news reports every time we have a tremor. Downtown Seattle history. Uh, hey, hey, things were bad. Look up the Chinese Exclusion Act, everybody. Oh, my goodness. It's so crazy. Speaking of history, something happened today, Paul. I don't know if you know this. Uh, maybe it's oh, uh, Paul might... going to guess the news. Okay. Uh, so let me know because I, I don't know. I I checked the news this morning, but I haven't seen anything since. Oh, uh, no. This broke later this afternoon. Paul. Yes. Um, Something happened to our former president today that a lot of people have been waiting for. It's what March happened? 30th. Today's March 30th, 2023. Um, did he announce that he was going to be running again in the next election? Nope. That's it is not nothing something that would happen that, to him. That would have been something he would have initiated. Yeah. This uh, is, is something it a medical that, thing? It is not a medical thing. Uh, is it? Was he recognized in some way? No. I'll give you a hint. It is nothing good for him. Oh. Um, did he pass out <laughs> while he was call walking up uh, the steps to Air Force One, falling down with his pants around his ankles where he drunkenly slurred, what happened to my pizza? Well, no, I'm. I'm. Uh, this happened, happened to our to former me, president, uh, a friend of mine in the in the Air Force. Oh, the former president. Yes. Sorry. Uh, no, yes. No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't think that that would happen with Biden either. Uh, <laughs> well, Biden did he, actually fall up the steps when he was walking up Air Force One repeatedly. That's, that's true, but point. that was up the steps. It's totally different. Yeah. Um, so, was he arrested? Close. He was oh. indicted, indicted by the New York Attorney General in regards to the hush money paid to porn uh, actress Stormy Daniels during the 2016 election. Wow. He what? is the first former president in America's history, in the United States' history, to be indicted on criminal charges. Wow. So that was a, that was what they were after. It's a very Capone thing, Ben. There's it is so a very Capone things. thing because, yeah, like you know, advocating treason and uh, the uh, overthrow of our free and fair elections is, you know, not a small thing. But what no. they are getting him on is uh, illegal campaign finance law. But I mean, honestly, that is, again, this is one of those things of like. Like, the bigger crimes are ones that they can't get you on, but sometimes you forget about the smaller ones. Yeah, so that happened today. Wow. I don't, we're probably not going to see him in, like, an orange jumpsuit and chains anytime soon. They're going to strike some sort of a deal. But a lot of people are saying that this is going to greatly affect uh, the 2024 election. How so? I have no idea. Uh, man, I, oh, I hate to be this guy. I really do, but... You know, the, the, the idea that people 
would ride or die for him up into a certain point is i mean it is true there are people who would do it but just like that his popularity and and how destructive he could be and all that stuff right um could turn on a dime very easily there are a lot of people who have made liking him their identity right but there are just as many people who could wash their hands of him and say oh i never really liked him anyway i think we talked about this before trump could have run as a democrat you know his choice to which way to go right but if he had run as a democrat he would have been saying democrat things instead and all that it would have been really weird but it could have happened he's not he's not really at his core part of their group all, I mean, it's a it's it is a different dynamic because if he had run as a Democrat in 2016, he never would have made it as far as no, absolutely not. You're right. As a, so that's why he ran as a Republican because his chances were a lot greater. Right, and and there are people who voted for him. A lot of people <clears> voted <throat> for and and you know people might disagree with this. Uh, I I am not speaking. As a political uh, knowledgeable, per- politically knowledgeable person, I just know from what I've heard other people say. So this is hearsay or whatever. That you know he was kind of a protest vote for a lot of people against the me- what they viewed as the mediocrity of all the other people running. Like at yeah. least this guy does things, or he says. You know what we're all thinking, blah blah blah. You know, it's time to put a have... businessman into the White House. Exactly. Yeah. And again, uh, for for those listening to this podcast in the future and all that, um, it was pointed out many times during the election that running a country like a business is a very horrible thing. Well, also, he's a very terrible businessman, and so there not is that. Just also. like. Running the country as a business, but running the country as a business, but poorly. Running the country into gra- into the ground as he has also run some businesses. All of his, yeah. Trump stakes wow, anybody? Well, that's, what's that? Trump stakes? That? It's probably oh, a reason yeah. you've never heard of it, Paul. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Uh, <clears throat> I just know about not paying people. That's the one of yeah. the big things. I believe All that's why Trump who- University failed. Didn't get paid. I forgot about that, too, until right now. Oh. So sometimes, Ben, I'll be watching. uh, I'm just going to do a little play acting for you. Imagine that I'm watching a scary movie or something with a bad social interaction or whatever. And this is me. It's okay, Edward. Don't worry. Everything's fine. You're such a... You're so scared. But don't be scared, Edward. Everything's going to be okay. You'll see. You'll see, Edward. Don't feel bad. That is, I watched, that is me. I watched a uh, 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 a scary movie last weekend. What scary movie? I watched M. Night Shyamalan's Knock at the Cabin. Have you seen this oh, one? I haven't seen it. Um, I have access to it on Peacock. Is it worth my time, Ben? I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. That's, I, that's good. Uh, I think we've both spoken about this. Dave Bautista, okay as an actor. 
impresses me in stuff. every time he comes on screen. Yuck. Aha. It's uh, <laughs> one of those jokes. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, anyone, anyone who's seen Naked Ladies knows what we're talking about. <laughs> Stupid joke, but I love it. Uh, oh, hey, also, by the way. Uh, yeah. Banner Bank. <laughs> Remember Don't make we wrote me in, Banner Bank becomes Hulk Bank into yep. the script. Um, yep. They're out here. There's a bank. There probably is where you're at, too, called Chase Bank. Oh, they're everywhere. Yeah. That is something that Hulk Bank could do if there Chase were bank. a mobile bank. Yeah, exactly. All right. Anyway. Um, do, 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 do. But yeah, yeah. So I get to leave work. Uh, at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and go on my vacation. How long are you gone? Is this where you said you're going to be back uh, I'll like be back Wednesday in time night? I'll be back for the next podcast, yeah. All right. Be back on Which Wednesday. is uh, going to be on Thursday, April yep. 6th. That's right. I have a reoccurring appointment for this podcast. <laughs> As do I. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. Um, I I will tell you all about my trip and, and what things are like in Canada. I love, you know this, I love French stuff. Uh, I'm not, like, fluent, fluent, but I, I know enough of it to appreciate it. Uh, and And one of the things I like about Canada is that there's a lot of French packaging... Uh, and everything. Did I want to go to Montreal? Yes, I did, but it's too far away. We can't. I mean, we could. Ooh. Are you flying, oh. or are you or are you driving to we're, Canada? We're driving to Canada. Oh, okay. Uh, but Montreal from Illinois, but, uh, <clears throat> uh, Montreal. Ugh. This is what I'm talking about. Um, Toronto. Oh, Toronto. Did I say Toronto? Oh, hey, we're going to Toronto. Too late. <laughs> Find me. Um. Going to Toronto from Illinois uh, takes about 11 hours. Damn. We're breaking it up, though. Good. Uh, because, yuck. No thanks. You driving through, uh, so you're going up and you're going to drive through, like, Buffalo and Niagara Falls to get to Toronto? Um, I don't know exactly. Jennifer's playing the route. Uh, I'm just along for the ride. Guess it all depends on whether or not you're gonna go south or north of the Great Lakes. South would be preferable. North is a long way around. Yeah, I think we're. I, I definitely think we're going south of the Great Lakes, because we're yep. going like we're going like this. Yeah. So you will be driving um, through, probably driving through Buffalo and Niagara Falls. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll say it again, Ben. Uh, Detroit. What about the, Detroit? Uh, that's that's where Annex Theater should move. Oh. We all go to Detroit. <laughs> um, it'd be interesting. Like I, I, I think I think everybody's got that idea now. Maybe maybe it's not so. Uh, oh, you might also be driving through Detroit. That would be a smarter move. Yeah, you're that's probably not going to hit Buffalo. I think, <laughs> yeah. No, the, but the plan. I know the plan is that if for whatever reason we can't get across the border. Uh, like, you know, we, we, we're going to have Edwards, uh, rabies stuff with us. Uh, that's, that's all it said on their website. Um, yeah. and we're going to have all of our passports and stuff, 
But if there's anything that we need that we don't have and they won't let us in, uh, we're just going to go and hang out in Detroit is our plan. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Ben, hey, uh, but we, we will talk again next Thursday. It'll be like yeah. all these other times, except I will have had uh, new experiences. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about it. All right. And until then, Ben, I would ask you to keep it wrong. Keep it wrong, Paul. Talk to you next week. Talk to you After next week. your trip. Also, Ben, stay tuned for more information after the after right. the, the things go off. Bye, Paul. All right. Bye, Ben. All right. We're clear.